when inside the cave. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Oh, yeah. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. I'm going to show, man. This tight, though. I like this one. Inside the cave. This show is great. Inside the cave. Who said that? You're on the number one show. Inside the cave. He gave me a real zap in the gap. We're not about to play with you. Oh, that's funny. Inside the cave. How does Kat make her pudding? I don't, I don't know if y'all want me to tell that story completely. Mike, you guys gotta pull out your head. What comes up with this stuff? Inside the cave. Uh, thank y'all for being a major outlet to a lot of people who need that. Gang bangers. Turn around and interviewing you for having the best podcast in the nation. Don't want to be down with this ass. David, it's so <laughs> Inside the cave. Uh, me and Captain participate in that. All right, here we go. Welcome back inside the cave, the cavepodcast.com. Facebook, like us, SoundCloud, follow us, and we'll follow you back and subscribe to us on iTunes, Inside the Cave Podcast. Uh, we got a good show today. Uh, brother coming on, one of our boys, man, from back in the day. He's coming on today. To, you know, we're going to talk some conspiracy theories, religion. Uh, social issues, economic issues, and a lot of religious, a lot of religious stuff. Uh, Lonzel Ratcliffe, Tony Ratcliffe, uh, he's a mentor in Indiana. Uh, D, you know him. He's gonna be on uh, later on today. We're gonna sit down and talk with Tony Ratcliffe. Uh, he is a seeker, a seeker of the truth. So we're gonna hear uh, his views on today's uh, problems. Uh, religious issues, economic issues, and social issues. I am CB at I'm the real CB, and next to me always is God's greatest creation, Joe Dirt. What's going on, people? Next to him always, I can introduce her next because I, 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 I always wanted to introduce her first, like Big Dog said, but Joe Dirt doesn't approve of that, so I will introduce her next. And I'm not going to even use any puns this week. The lovely and beautiful Cat. Hi, everybody. Hi, Cat. Thanks for no puns. Nah, no problem. I'm a gentleman. I really am a gentleman. We got a good show, a religious show, so I'm just going to stay classy. Uh, and also with us, he's a southern baby. He does the country rap tune and keeps this show in order. Big Dog. What's up with it, man? And he is back from his hiatus. He is back. He has a lot of stuff he wants to get off his chest. And I'm going to just let him get it off his chest. International D. I think you're speaking a little bit too freely when you're saying I'm back right now. This is just temporary. This is so I can come out here and say what I got to say to you motherfuckers. I'm here talking shit about me. No, let's just put it out there. So I'm not on the show. You're going to kick me off the show. You're going to boot me from the goddamn show. Wait, wait, then wait. you want to clown me? Uh, that's, first of all, well, Harry, you know what? I know the show is called Inside the Cave and everything. So it just all came about from a group chat and everything. So now everything we put in the group chat is subject to the show. All right. right? Well, well, let me introduce it, D. This is called. I usually, I usually have done it. Anybody can do it. This is International D's opening rant. It's time for International D's opening rant on 
inside the cave. International D, go ahead, get it off your chest. You, you really need to do that right there? I mean, I, you gonna interrupt, you gonna interrupt me for that? I have breaks. We have breaks and openings on the show, bro. That's how I do it. Go ahead, let it off your chest. That's probably the only break you take because you show and show. Hell ain't taking no break from eating. Anyway, this is your day. Go ahead, get it off your chest. I'm, I'm gonna get it off my chest. So anyway, like I was saying, so we we started this group chat, and that's how this damn show came about. So everything that we put in the group chat basically is is subject to to on the show now, right? Cause you want to read out, you want to read out text messages from me, from me to y'all, right? <laughs> you, are you talking? I ain't even listening to the bullshit. I'm just, I'm just going off what I've been told. Is that true, CB? You reading my messages? I told everyone. Oh, now you want to be silent. I, <laughs> now you're quiet. I told everyone. No, he's quiet now. His ass silent now. I want, I want. What, what, what you want? To, what, what, what was that? I told everybody the reason why you were gone and how upset you were. And I told everybody that International D is not feeling welcome. So I said, let's all express to International D how we feel about him. And Cedric and Andrew, also known on this show as Veli, decided to make head jokes. That wasn't me. I just read the text message and wanted to tell you how we feel about you. As a TV, br- you know that we can like go back and listen to the last episode. Kat, I didn't say nothing about him. You know who said something about him? Me and How you. How about just play the tape, TV? Yeah, you- like where's the where's the last episode? Let's get the audio. Hey, hey, fuck the tape. How about how about this? How about the whole rant I had with the whole damn group was I'm the one that's overseas. That's the name International D. And I say, how about we make a time that we all could be on the damn show? But then I get put on the back burner for every damn body. And I don't know this nigga longer than everybody, but no, fuck D. We use we, let's, let's let's go off of this person time. Let's go off of that person time. All I said was make it a good time where I should be on the show. He basically said, "Fuck you, D. We ain't gonna report record until July." And the next thing I know, every single day, are you can you be on the show at two thirty in the morning, D? Can you be on the show two thirty in the morning? Fuck you, man. I gotta get sleep too. I got a damn job. Unlike some people who claim they got a job. Now, now you say you have to get sleep, but you were partying for twelve days straight. 24 hours a day, but you need sleep. When you 12 can't. days straight. Tw- hey, man, don't get it twisted, man. I, I, I guess it in. I guess it in, but no, nah, not on that level. Somebody on the show said you thought you was DJ Esco 56 Nights. That, that, that wasn't me. It wasn't me either. See, listeners, this is what happened when you get a bunch of married niggas that ain't got no goddamn life and they want to hate on you. <laughs> All your boy, you out there trying to get it in? Niggas just looking at you like, oh man, this boy getting in. We need to kick his ass off the show. No, better yet, how about we contact him and tell him to get us a bunch of likes from different foreign countries and everything, and then tell him, oh, we ain't got time for you to actually be on the show. But go ahead and and, and Instagram and Snapchat and do all that other shit for us. But we don't want your yellow ass on the show. They put you to work first. I'm a real yellow right now too, D. I'm real yellow. Yeah, you looking real milk duds too. Hey. Light skin, nigga. Hey, Have D. The well, D, I just want to tell you on behalf of everybody on Inside the Cave, we really appreciate you. If we offended you by any way, I'm sorry. This is a real religious show, and I just want to tell you that I'm sorry. Man, kiss my ass. <laughs> hey, D, if we offended you in any way, how about you kill yourself and start over? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well... I think that's a perfect. Don't let them discourage you. Don't let them discourage you. <laughs> they, they, they are. Cat, I ain't worried about them. You know what, Cat? 
I'll tell you this, this show wouldn't exist if I didn't get them to get that, that, that ratchetness off of here and get them to have you on there. Uh-huh. Now, mind you, they did drop me for you. They did. They said, they said, look, CAC is available for these times. Fuck D. We need to get on CAC schedule. <laughs> you still my nigga, D. Yeah, we like her better, D. But, you know, I know, I know y'all niggas love pudding, especially the ones you can't have. But it's all good. Well, who's to say we can't have it? You don't know what we can have. Uh, I'm to say you can't have it now. Come I, on now, baby. I'm not talking about me. I don't want it, but I'm talking about somebody else. How you know? You don't know what anybody else on this show can get. How about you? Put uh, your my wedding is not up for like group discussion, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I long, guess you let y'all know. Long as mm. you, hey, long as you on this show, your pudding is always up for group discussion. All right. <laughs> I'm going to have Daniel take care of y'all for me. Yeah, exactly. Good luck with that. All right, that was International D's opening rant. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, let's get on with this. Uh, kill yourself and start over. The first segment, the A Block. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. All right, uh, International D, who you got? Kill yourself and start over? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's so many. Well, let me see. So we were gonna go with this uh, whole thing. You you were talking to me about the the, the, the the thought, the waffle thought, or, or the tater thought from the uh, the Warriors game the other day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she would so, be a good Uga of the week. No, man, I got a good. You know what? My Ugas of the week they they always tend to like be related related to me somehow. Like I I, I know something about them. Or they mm. I, I've come to. Right. We'll get to that later. So I, I got a good one for Uga of the week. But uh, with the Tater thought, though, uh, I, really, everybody's out there fussing and complaining about her and talking about some she out there uh, doing thing. But I, I really don't think that that's the case because I think I, I explained this to you earlier. This chick is smart. She out there making money. So everybody out there that's, that's, that's doing all this, you know, fussing and everything, talking about some she's a thought and she doing this and she doing that or whatever. And, and they, they clowning and everything. I think they need to kill themselves start over because they, they don't realize what's really going on here. It's like that whole Beyonce thing with her album and everything. People are smart these days. You you get all that controversy out there and then you make money off of it. So let me get this right. You're saying that the the chick that tried to break up Steph Curry and his wife, you you you're on her side? <laughs> I think you're being so dramatic. She how how does she try to how does she try to break up him in his fight? By showing up at the basketball game. She showed up at his job. I think you should never show up at a man's job like, yeah, I'm trying to holler. I think that was a little, yeah. you know, tactic. Why are, I think she knew where the cameras was at and I think she knew exactly what yeah. the hell she was doing. My whole thing is why do women even show up at basketball games? You serve no purpose. You don't know what quarter we in, you don't know what happened. All right. Women I got, it. you kill yourself and start over, C B. Kill yourself and start over. Because that's that's just I just think that women shouldn't even show up at the games unless uh, just, just, unless you got box seats. That's the only time women should be at the game. But so you can CD, sit back I heard and eat. that when you went to Vegas, you wanted bubble baths, and I <laughs> you can't that prove that. a woman thing. Let me, so. tell, let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you something. Hold on, the man wasn't even off the plane for an hour, and he had a bubble bath. First of bubble all, bath black man. First of all, I had to take a. Ba- I needed. To, I needed to take a bath because I'm older than I used to be, and my limbs were sore. So I jumped in the bath. Like, like, like why do you need the bubbles? Then just take a bath. Uh, well, all right. That's 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 that. What goes on in my bathtub is none of your concern. All right, who you who you got, big dog? Hey, wheelchair Charlie. <laughs> 
Who you got, dog? Hey, man. I got to give a reset and start over. Really? To the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh-oh. Uh, they ass right now. Yeah, man. Man. I think it's a couple guys on that team that really need to kill themselves over, like J.R. Smith and those those jackasses. We'll talk about that later on, but I, I got to agree with you, dog. Maybe he's, uh, LeBron needs to reset and start over with another team, but uh, the rest of those guys need to kill themselves and start over. It's LeBron's fault. He won't put the team together. Yeah, you got a good point, Joe Dirk. Who you got, Joe Dirk? I got that uh, dumbass judge. Uh, I forgot what uh, state that is. The boy that uh, got caught having sex with the unconscious lady. You heard about that. The white dude. Yeah, yeah man. I forgot they about that. They only gave him six months. That judge needs to kill himself and start over. Yes. Now, Talking hey, about uh, he, he, uh, jail wasn't good for him. Joe Doe, tell our listeners that story, please. That is a great story. Well, for the most part, uh, this white boy got caught. Having sex behind the dumpster with this unconscious body. Yeah. This unconscious lady. Yeah. And he's an athlete. Judge, huh? He's an athlete too, right? Yeah. yeah. He was a swimmer. So damn athlete. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> swimming is a swimming is an athletic sport, Joe. Don't don't Yeah, alright. <laughs> uh but he's supposed to get like six to ten years or something like that. The judge gave him six months. Yeah. And he on a uh, sex offender registry. Yeah. Tough But crime. then there's a black dude, a uh, football player, that uh, got charged with rape for having sex with an intoxicated female, and they're going to pretty much take the rest of his life away. Crazy. Uh, just to kind of follow up, he's a swimmer from Stanford. His name's Brock Allen Turner. And he was actually caught by someone having sex with a woman who was unconscious behind a dumpster outside. Yeah. And um, basically they're saying that uh, because of his lack of criminal history, uh, Judge Aaron Persky uh, only sentenced him to six months. And the judge went to Stanford too. Oh. Yeah, they say, they say that judge is real lenient on athletes yeah. from Stanford, actually. So that yeah. kind of explains it. Yeah, and whoever whoever uh, appointed that judge, you need to kill yourself and start over too. Oh, let me tell you what the, his father need to kill himself and start oh, yeah. over too. Yeah. The boy's father, because <laughs> the boy's father gonna say, "Oh, should my son spend a re- time in jail for a twenty minute um, mistake?" Motherfucker, that wasn't no damn mistake. Exactly, that is crazy. It was a mistake. He wouldn't have ran, would he? Right. Right. That yeah. Is- that is crazy. That is a good kill yourself and start over. See, Joe Dirt, for all our listeners, that is the reason why we have that segment. It's for pricks like that. Kill yourself and start over. That 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 is a that is a great example of why we have why we have to have that fucking segment. All right. Uh Kat, who you got? I have a reset and start over. Recently, uh I was I was at a place and I heard a young lady say very loudly, uh, you know, I can say whatever I want. And then she says, um, I'm a savage. And I don't know why, but that just, I understand, you know, the vernacular of young people today, but it just, I don't know. It made me feel some kind of way that a young lady would refer to herself as a savage. 
And so I would like for her to reset and start over and think about class. A lot of young ladies these days, and, and, and I understand in a world where gender equality is like one of the catchphrases, let's not forget that even though it's gender equality, you still identify with a gender. And if you identify yourself as a woman, then I think there are some characteristics you should have. And, and part of that is just have a little class. Um, I don't think you should be yelling about how you're a savage. I don't think that that's cute and, uh, you know, kind of ooga-ish, if I can, you know, refer that as well. Nice. So, nice. you know, reset and start over. Don't call yourself a savage, sweetheart. No. Good luck with that one. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I got a couple of them. Uh, first of all, from let me say, everybody who who misunderstood, uh, I feel like Donald Trump. But I, everybody who misunderstood uh, my kill yourself and start over from last week when I said George Zimmerman, uh, the people, all the gang beggars in, on South Side of Chicago, West Side of Chicago, and inner cities. I got a lot of feedback saying that I told them to go shoot up George Zimmerman. Zimmerman's house or whatever like that. No, you didn't tell him to shoot him. You said shoot up his crib. I, I didn't say that. Okay, well, first of all, if that's what you heard, you you obviously missed the, the whole point of my rant. First of all, let me say this. We're in the comedy section. Okay? Number one. Hey, man. We're in the comedy section. Fuck George Zimmerman. How okay, about that? I know. Exactly. I agree. I concur, big dog. Fuck George Zimmerman. But for all the marks out there, because we got a lot of them, if you, if only thing you heard was me say, shoot up George Zimmerman, you missed the whole point of kill yourself and start over. I'm tired of all the reckless black-on-black crime and black-on-black killing. That's what I'm talking about. So, all you people that only heard the George Zimmerman part, you kill yourself and start over. And just for the record, because no one, from, from what I've heard as of today, no one's killed George Zimmerman. So, if anybody goes back and listens to that and decides to kill George Zimmerman, I did not tell, I'm not asking anybody to go kill George Zimmerman or shoot George Zimmerman or do anything to George Zimmerman. I am talking about the people on Chicago. Oh, I feel like Donald Trump having to clean up a mess. Man, you... Hey, man, we're not going to be explaining every show about comments we made. I, I got to, yeah. big dog, because I was I was told I can be sued. I was told I can... Uh, look, I'm, we're in the comedy section. That's all I want to say. But I will say this. My main kill yourself and start over is all of you Donald Trump supporters... You know, you, you Donald Trump supporters are so easy to spot out. You know, you can ask somebody a simple question. Hey, you know, the election's coming up. Who are you thinking about this, uh, voting on? You thinking about the voting on Hillary Clinton? A lot of people don't like her. Bernie Sanders is kind of far to the left. What are you thinking about voting Donald Trump? A reasonable answer from a reasonable person would probably say, I kind of like Hillary, but I don't know. I'm... I'm kind of scared of Trump, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Here's what Donald Trump supporters would say if you ask them who you're going to vote for. It's none of your fucking business who I'm going to vote for. Why do you care? Those are angry. <laughs> those are the angry Americans that want to make America great again. Look, said always gets me for quoting Colin Cowherd. You tell me which part... <laughs> when America was better than what it is now. Donald Trump talking about make America great again. Bullshit. Listen to what the man is saying. He says that a, a Mexican judge 
is not qualified to do the job because he's Mexican. All right. This is what <laughs> he's, he's talking. This is this is what he's talking about. He said a Muslim judge couldn't do it. He pointed out that he has check out my African American in the crowd. My African American. <laughs> this is these are Donald Trump. These are this is what Donald Trump is talking about. Make America see, great. You know, I want to correct you on one thing. What? Okay, go ahead. I think I think Donald Trump said because he drug the Hispanic community, you know, through the mud and and from the comments that he made, mm-hmm. he know that a Hispanic judge is not going to give him a fair trial. Right. That's, I that's, think that's what it did. Yeah, and that's a Donald Trump problem. Who? No one forced Donald Trump. I mean, to, not that we give a fuck about that, right. but I'm just saying. <laughs> no one forced Donald Trump to say that. All right, that was kill yourself and start over. Uh, I do want to say this. Next week, we got a good show. Next episode, I should say. We have a good show. And I want to pose this question to everybody. And I want all of our listeners to email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com or tweet us dm us inside the cave on instagram or cave crush on twitter uh here's the question of the day for next week i want you to give us your responses we'll respond next week uh why is it so hard for mothers to let go of their son their son could be married have kids or whatever the situation is but mothers always seem to feel like they have to step in. Why can't mothers just let that other let let the man let the man's wife or baby mama just be the mother? Why why do mothers have a hard time letting go? And it's just not with their sons. Why do mothers have a hard time just stop mothering when it doesn't have anything to do with their kids? Are you freaking serious? Oh. This is a serious question you're posing like as a mother of a son it's because I love him. Okay. We'll talk about okay, it. Yeah, but hey, at some age, you got to get off that titter milk. Yeah, man. Oh, of course. <laughs> and, and, and I definitely okay. agree that. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next episode with the minister. Hey, can I talk about it now? Because before you kick me off again, no, D, you'll be here next episode. We're gonna do it at appropriate. Oh, it's not gonna be at eight thirty. I mean, two thirty in the morning for me. No, we'll do it at an appropriate time for you as well. So we'll listen. Talk- did y'all hear that right? Yeah. So we want everybody to send us your responses <laughs> and talk about it, and we'll talk about it on next episode. That Somebody was- get light skinned, deal pacified. <laughs> that is. <laughs> That is the uh, question of the day for next week. Like I said, we got uh, Tony Ratcliffe coming on later on the show. Uh, He's a mentor in Indiana. He will be talking with us about conspiracy theories and a lot of religious talk. All right. uh, Looks like uh, Cousin Lamar is not going to make it. So let's go into this news, rumors, gossip, and reality with Kat. News, rumors, gossip, and reality with Kat on Inside the Cave. Doing it big right now. What you got, Kat? Uh, the first story, uh, very sad. We lost yet another icon. Um, Muhammad Ali passed away at the age of 74 years old of Parkinson's disease. He was born Cassius Marcellus Clay Jr. And he's known for his uh, public stance on the Vietnam War. He decided that he wouldn't. Uh, go to war, thus making it impossible for him to fight here in the United States during that time. Uh, He also had a very long time battle with Parkinson's. Um, 
some important dates. In 1960, he won the Olympic gold medal. Uh, he was the world heavyweight boxing champion in 1964. And although he was suspended for a few years, he came back in 1970 and reclaimed the heavyweight title. He won two more times during the 70s, including against Joe Frazier and George Foreman. Uh, in about 1984, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's. And so he uh, suffered from the disease a very long time. In 2005, he earned the Presidential uh, Medal of Freedom. He has, uh, so he's survived by nine children, including boxing icon Layla Ali. Yeah. Donald Trump, uh, Muhammad Ali, man, what, what's your thoughts? What's your, I know we are pretty much young, so we haven't really seen uh, Muhammad Ali in action. My only uh, memory of Muhammad Ali actually in action was at WrestleMania. One of the few moments me and my dad had had together watching WrestleMania and Muhammad Ali showed up as a special guest referee and uh, he clowned and uh, he didn't t- do too much talking, but he was uh, in in rare form and acted like the uh, Muhammad Ali uh, we heard of from the 70s. So that's that's my only real memory of uh, Muhammad Oh, I got another memory. I was on the Oprah show when uh, uh, Will Smith actually uh, played Muhammad Ali. And uh, I was at the interview and I got a chance to meet Jada Pinkett and Muhammad Ali. And it was just sad to see him not speak. Now, for you guys that don't know, Muhammad Ali actually knocked out my, oh gosh, I shouldn't say that, but he actually knocked out my uncle Ernie Terrell to be the champ. You can look that up. That is history. That is facts. My uncle Ernie Terrell died two years ago. RIP to him. And uh, show you how crazy I was. I was actually thinking in the back of my mind that I, to make some press, because we were doing this thing called Black Eye Entertainment back then, and I wanted to put our show, put our, put the rappers and our record label on uh, on the scene. I was actually thinking about running, you can ask my lady, I was thinking about running through the crowd and just going up to Muhammad Ali and knocking him out just to get some press on the Oprah show. And then I could say I did it for Ernie Terrell because he knocked out my uncle. Even yeah, just just that's that's the type of person I was back then. But that was that's my memory of Muhammad Ali. What y'all got? You got your ass beat on the Oprah show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, you can look, you reset and start over. Hey, you can look at that interview. You will see me and my lady on the, on the Oprah show uh, during, during when they introduced Muhammad Ali. You'll see me clapping. And uh, yeah, I was right there, man. Met the beautiful Jada Pinkett, five three, with Jada Pinkett, cute and petite. Woo, ah, Jada Pinkett. I mean, I just think that it's kind of interesting, you know, that he is an icon for us. And it's so many young people who are not even aware of how significant uh, he was and he still is to this day. And so, you know, one thing about the sad part about someone passing away is that we have to speak of them, you know, as gone. So in, in referencing to my daughter, like Muhammad Ali, you know, who is that? You know, it was interesting to have to explain who he was and, you know, how even though he was a boxer by trade, uh, he made a lot of um, noise off the, you know, out of the ring. He made a lot of uh, influential changes and decisions. The decision to not participate in the Vietnam War, a black man to not want to participate was a, a, a huge statement to make and yeah. you know something that you know young men today could probably learn from so I, I i think that it's important that we remember everything not just in the ring but you know everything he's done yeah you know most athletes today they put money over everything yeah and a lot of them wouldn't, wouldn't make a stance that he made so i mean he was a 
better man than he was a boxer. Yeah, no doubt about that. I agree with that. Yep. I think he said uh, what a lot of black people cried together who was getting drafted. You know, he told them, look, I ain't got no problem with them, no, no Viet Cong or no Japanese or no Chinese. My problem is with the people here. They never called me a nigga. Yep, and for him, and he didn't have no problem standing up to anybody. And part of me always think that, you know, when when you're dealing with conspiracy theories and, and theorists and and people who are have a have a strong voice, I think it would have been too obvious to kill Muhammad Ali because you just lost Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Part of me think that they drugged Muhammad Ali up and gave him Parkinson's or whatever so they can shut his mouth and make because his, his daughter Layla Ali said he was trapped inside his own body so a part of me really feels like the government or... I mean, just to give you some info Parkinson's is a disorder of the central nervous system so it affects your movements so you'll have involuntary spasms or movements uh, and, and tremors as well so he didn't have it uh, I guess it got controlled in the 90s. He was able to tr try to control it. But we have to remember he was also a boxer. So he got beaten in the head a lot, which yeah. also, you know, can affect your recovery from any illness, you know, be it diabetes or Parkinson's. So, you know, he, he definitely uh, suffered a very long time, 84 until the present. I mean, you know, he lived with it. He's like the Magic Johnson of Parkinson's. He, he definitely survived it. Yep. Man, we got punched by George Foreman and Joe Frazier and now Larry Holmes. Come yeah. on, man. Hey, he, he took some uh, He took some uh, hits. Yeah, that, that rope of dope, man. It was uh, a lot of punishment going on behind it. Yep, 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 yep. Hey, that's why Floyd fights the fight that he fight now, and he catch a lot right. of stuff behind it. Right, right, yep. And uh, but I like the fact that this man was walking around talking about how pretty he was during the fights. And uh, speaking of another guy who always talks about how pretty he is, D, what's, how do you feel about uh, Cassius Clay Muhammad Ali? <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot in common with him. Hey, look, I, I respect the man, and, and you know, <clears throat> uh, as far as everything, what I listen to him when we talk about uh, the Vietnam War and that war that's going over there, and what you guys are just stating right now about you know how none of these athletes would do the things that he did right now. You know, it's a different time, different situation, but at the same time, that you know, we've been in a war for like for the past what, shit, fifteen years now. We had some type of war, no. and yet, yeah, we haven't had that had, had the, that anything like that going. But yeah, we still got things going on back here. That, that was going on uh, back during this time with uh, racial inequalities and right now with all the police uh, beatings and, and shootings and stuff like that, whatever. But like you said, we don't have that going on. We don't have that, that athlete to, to stand up and, and, and make that voice heard like, like it was back then. We have people that go out and do different charity work and so forth, but it, there'll never be another Muhammad Ali. So for the way he, he put that voice out there for, 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 for the nation, not just for the black black people just for the nation yeah. he spoke for everybody it wasn't it wasn't about color yeah, with, and, with and, and, indeed that's a you great know? that's a great point and let me say this you guys know that i watch fox news and and, and for the record because i haven't said this in a long time and made this disclaimer i do not watch fox news just because of the beautiful women with short skirts long legs and high heels that is not the sole reason why i watch that network but i can't tell you uh, you can't prove that but the people on Fox News, as soon as Muhammad Ali died, 
they all came out and talked about how great he is and all that. If Muhammad Ali was allowed to speak in today's world, he would be against everything that Fox News is for. All right, he is for he would be on the side of Black Lives Matter and and and, and, and he would be with Sharpton and and and, and, uh, and he would be against the police uh, police brutality which Fox News. I don't is know, TV. I think that we make names for it. It wasn't no names for it then. Like they were doing it, they were living it. Mm. Like now we want we ready for a T-shirt. Anytime something happened, you know, people want to run out and get a shirt for uh, it or put it is, on a sticker. And back point. then, it wasn't called the Civil Rights Movement. It was just everyday living, That's you true. know, making a daily decision. So I think he would have been stronger than we ever could have been because, you know, like I say, we're 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 more for what's trending. That's if true. it's not a hashtag, we don't move very quickly. Great. Yeah, all we want to do is protest. No action. Great point. Just protest. Yeah. You know, protest and then the next day go out and shoot the same somebody the same color. Right. Well, no, we go buy the shirt. Now we got the shirt on. Now we look sharp somewhere. Like now we're making a fashion statement out of you know a horrible incident, a horrible tragedy. So I think they they were made of sterner stuff back then, and Muhammad Ali exactly. definitely represented that. All right. And after a couple of days, you know, we'd have forgot all about it. On to the next. R.I.P. to Muhammad Ali. KCB, uh, before you move on, man, let's send out a R.I.P. to Kimbo Slice. Your twin. Your twin. Your twin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Don't leave out Kimbo, man. We lost another son. Reports are saying it was a heart attack, or is that They're They're not really saying much. Scary, man. Scary. He's a young dude, man. That could be any of us, man. That's scary. 2016 has taught everybody to appreciate every single moment you got because people are dropping, aren't they? That's true. Yeah, and, we and, are, and, we and International D, I know we're about to get to your segment, but I do want to tell you this, brother. After seeing the way people are dropping like flies, I, I, I salute you for living your life to the fullest, bro. Get it in. I apologize for calling you a slut, a tramp, <laughs> a whore. <laughs> A gigolo, you are living your life, brother, and you deserve hey, it. Hey, man. Hey, you know what? I, I say the same thing to you, dog. Not everybody can eat like you, man, and not, <laughs> not give a shit, man. You know? You got people out here eating healthy and trying to eat Subway and, you know, <laughs> drinking water and shit, and you just eat whatever the fuck you want off the value meal. So I salute you too, brother. Let's get into this. International D's Uga of the Week. It's time for International D's Uga of the Week on Inside the Cave. What you got, D? Man, so like I was telling y'all earlier, you know, I don't never really have to look too hard because, you know, at one point in time, I used to associate myself with Ugas. I admit Really? It. Really? Yeah, man. I, I, I had a problem with them. That's why I don't do Ugas no more or just or the, the, the type that associate themselves with the, the definition of Uga. So, uh... Now, if I really want to get some good material, all I got to do is look at my previous life and oh. those that I, I, I surrounded myself now, with. Now, has anybody in, uh, on this show been part of your previous previous life, D? Yeah. Really? Man, all of y'all, man. You know what? <laughs> I, don't, I can't really mess with Big Dog too much because I don't know his country ass, but he's been around the longest, but I don't, I didn't know him back. Well, shit, none of us did, you know, except Pedro <laughs> Douglas, maybe. But, D, take a shot. But when I'm talking about, I mean, Joe, 
Joe, Joe was one. That's the OG Uger right there. They Damn. taught me some shit back in the day. <laughs> uh, hey, careful, D. Like, he introduced me to some... some I, I'm not going to go there. Careful, but, D. Please, careful. CB, CB was more like a Tom Uger. You oh, know, shit. CB... <laughs> CB, CB, CB introduced me CB introduced me to the lifestyle that I now live but I didn't know nothing about it back then because CB was a suburbanite and he used to have, like he introduced me to parties and stuff where like all these like Beckys and stuff I ain't know nothing about that then you can't prove that but okay well it happened well, now you're just an international Uber <laughs> now, but now no 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 no, no. exactly dog there's not see, dog. I'm I'm gonna have to sit you to the side and explain things to you one day again. But what I'm trying to get at is, so in my previous life, I used to date these these like these type of women that was straight Ugas. Really? And yeah, now you can date. I actually had a baby by one of them. We ain't gonna go there. Mm. But anyway, with that being said, I, I looked. Well, I didn't say it. my sister. She found some shit because. I think my sisters find it funny to like uh, Facebook with like exes of mine and shit like that, right? So they always point out the ratchet shit to me. Mm. So I'll just say this. I ain't going to say who it was or anything like that because she know who she is. This ratchet hoe decides to put on Facebook a picture of her receipt from, I don't know, ML and K's uh, food and liquor store. <laughs> And on the receipt, it shows her food stamp balance. Mm. Oh. <laughs> mm. The bitch, had, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Edited, don't, don't hold back, brother. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Don't hold back. This ratchet asshole had the nerve to have over $2,000 in, in food stamps. Mm. And posted on Facebook and, and sent it to Thomas. Yep, that's me. That's how I roll type shit. Now, uh, with some super, with some super glue glitter nails in the picture, now, holding up the receipt. Now, International D, is is this Uga you're talking about? Does she have any financial ties to you right now? Oh, hell no! Because I just asked the bitch for money for my damn kid. Oh, okay. okay. I say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> damn, D. <laughs> hey, do, hey, dog. What you think about this guy, man? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey dog, what you doing? He about asked this for guy? he asked for he asked for I think like a uh, hundred dollars. Mm. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I ain't got. I feel sorry for the boy. Now mind you, international D don't need shit from no woman. That longer damn ogre. Mm. But the kids, shit. Can he get some cinnamon toast crunch? Cause that nigga eat a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, D having a mid show rant, dog. Damn man, you you you. You one of a kind. But seriously, man. But but it's bad enough you got that. But then you are gonna post some Facebook. I hope I hope they, they looking the the government is looking at that because it's the type of shit. This is why people you know are, are tripping about. This is why we got issues in, in, in with the politics right now with Republicans and Democrats and talking about some where the money going and why why it's going there and, and you got racial I mean, issues. Whatever. Gotta, Who got the money? You gotta give. You gotta be more realistic. It's nothing to do with the government and everything <laughs> to do with this young lady's decisions. Like. I mean, that's just unfortunate that her value... I'm talking about the misuse of it and how people are viewing that with the, the government. Mm. How people view certain ethnicities, ethnic, uh, racial uh, uh, backgrounds, and how they spend money and how they get money and how they collect it and how they sit on their ass with their lazy stuff. It has nothing to do with her race and everything to do with her mental stability. And it doesn't sound like she's a very mentally mature person. 
to make that decision, black or white or purple. Anybody who feels like they should share their food stamp balance with <laughs> the internet uh, has a mental issue. Like that's a that's a that's a, a a shrink more so than the government. You know what I mean? Like that's just a poor choice mm. that she made, and it could be because she, you know, she's just not very confident in herself. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. I'm so, trying so to Kat, answer me this. Like, answer I'm this. I know you're trying to do cat, but at the same time, though, when I'm, I'm not. Nobody's trying to make this about race. But at the same time, though, let's just say, is it just us because we associate ourselves with, you know, a, a specific type of race? Because you don't see this shit everywhere, right? You, no, can you give me that much. I know some ratchet white chicks. I know some crazy Italian girls who get food stamps, got a lot of kids, talk a lot of shit on their Facebook. Like, I know these ladies. And I guess what I'm saying is it has nothing to... It, it's just that individual woman and her mental capacity. Like, she feels like by you seeing that, that's going to get you in your feelings. Who, me? No, this is what I'm saying. That's why she's posting it. She's posting it for people to get in their feelings. Like, don't fall into... No, 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 no. She she posted because she only friends with ratchet hoes. I don't know what my sisters just do that to troll. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. She wants the other ratchets to be like, oh, this bitch thinks she's something because she got $2,100 in food stamps. You know, like, they, you know, her, her, her bucket is a little bit bigger. But again... That's fucked up. Nonetheless, I'm with you on that. But I'm just saying, like, she just mentally made a bad choice. Hey, man, it's it just a different era, you know, because when we came up, motherfuckers right. was... Our know, mamas was so many food stamps you know like it was origami. Like, didn't want nobody to know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Our mamas <laughs> would fold those food stamps up into the palm of our hands so small. That you would forget with the food stamp. By the time you got to the store, you had to unfold that bitch fifty-five times to open your. Like our mothers were a little bit more conservative with you know what they were using, but nowadays that's like it's some thought somewhere that's mad at her about that. Like she wished she was getting it. Yeah, I remember waiting in the aisle, waiting to everybody leave from by the cash register the day. What I had with the Hey, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Joe Dirt, you on food stamps? You got that right. I don't believe that. I know. When I was a kid. I know your family. Because the sad part is, can't nobody even buy none of her stamps now. Like, what if I wanted to get the lick on the stamps? If she was selling them, like she done put it out there like that, it make it real hard to to invest well, in, in what she got. Like she just made it too difficult. Well, everybody want food stamps. Well, I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, ain't no shame in my game. I just wanted uh, y'all talking about food stamps. I can't relate right now. I want to uh, give a, 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 a late kill yourself and start over to to everybody who is pissed off about the ATMs who don't give $10 bills and $5 bills. Uh, if, your, if your balance in your checking account is below $20, and you need to kill yourself and start over, all right? I, I hey, you know what? You know what? I, I don't agree with that because you know what? I'm over uh, in the UK. They give you 5 and 10 and you know what? You might just need that at that one point in time. But don't not everybody using cars like that, you know. So yeah. it's a convenience thing. And you talking about some like they they pour something if they hey, if man. they can't 
they got no money or anything like that, but Brother, it's a convenience thing. You telling me a twenty dollar bill you can't get you can't get five you can't get uh four or fives after you get a twenty dollar bill? Look at it, man. Well maybe they just not trying to take that money out of their account because they don't want to spend it. Oh, I mean see, what the- if they got nineteen ninety seven in that bitch? <laughs> they gotta, you telling me they can't get fifteen out? Like that's the problem. Gotta go to Walgreens and ask for some cash back. <laughs> <laughs> you like the real sadistic be like you ain't never been there before. Hey, let me tell you something, man. Hey, if I got less than twenty dollars, I'm not even leaving the house. Okay. <laughs> You shouldn't even. You shouldn't even be going yeah, to the ATM. I mean, you shouldn't even. Be, you can't even supersize, can you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm in the house with four dollars. If that's what I got, I'm outside. The Man. money I got don't determine at all. I mean, these guys are so pissed off. I mean, these. You know, they stopped giving out tens at, at, the, at the at the ATM now. You only they only giving twenty or dollars or more. And like seriously, <laughs> are, you, are you serious? Like we're having. A, we're having a twenty dollar, ten dollar bill conversation here. Look here, I'm not saying. You mean you are such an old man? Like you just want to pile a lot of money in your front pocket? It's not a cat. Cat. We're key. talking about do you. Okay, first of all, if you you go into the ATM to get less than twenty dollars out your account, they're gonna charge you three dollars. If it, if it's not if it's not your bank ATM, they're gonna charge you three fifty. I mean, but CB, you're then, talking like you know everybody's life situation. If uh-oh. I have $8 in there and my kid needs $4 for a fucking field trip. If I can get $5, that's extra convenient. Then he doesn't need to go on that field trip. You're not fucking lying. I'm yes, sorry. If you, if you, cat, if you cat, only got $8... Cat, that stop kid. arguing with him. He don't even use the ATM machine. Then they go to his wife. Hey, whatever I do, I'm not bitching. <laughs> hey, whatever you think I'm doing, I'm not bitching about ten dollars. I mean, you just talking big shit, but somebody might have took their last ten dollars out. You know how to so, you know bring something to your house for hey, your your bought your you, baby something you, with eighteen dollars out the ATM. I'm like, sorry. Like, you want to know how sad? Hey, you want to know how sad? I'm sorry. You want to know how sad this conversation is? Because any you, you guys are saying that. <laughs> anything less than twenty dollars is me talking big shit. That is not talking big shit. 20, well, maybe CB, 10. and now I gotta get real with you and put you in your place, sweetheart. I have two children, and I'm raising them alone. So sometimes, yes, I am holding on for dear fucking life for the sixteen thirty sixteen thirty cent I got in my account. And if I can have the opportunity to take ten out, then I will because I will go down to the penny for my baby. No, that's good. So I'm sorry that my life isn't so privileged I, that I'm able to go and get 20 out of an ATM. Well, but I have to live my life too. Stop talking. Uh-uh. Like you take some potato salad off a link card. Okay, like stop I, it. Well, Kat, I, let me say this, Kat. You do a great job. You're a great mother. I, I can't say that about you. You are a great mother. But I will say this too. If you need something more than $20, you make sure if you need something more than ten dollars, you make sure you give me a call. And we had this conversation on a couple episodes before. If you if I do if I do give it to you, remember this: I own you. You're missing the point. The point is not for a handout, love. The point is. If I got $8 in my account and I can take it out, that's my choice. Now, that is upsetting for some, and I do understand ATMs got to eat too. But at the same time, though, there are some ATMs that let people take out $10, and that might have been the ghetto blessing they needed for the day. So let's not block nobody blessings because you have a few more. All right. Well, okay. Hey, you know, when they get under $20, that Johnny Taylor song should come on these last $2. <laughs> I mean, but uh, do you get Hey, hey, CB, I'm going to help you out, man, because me and you had a conversation about this. 
part you forgot to put in was, you know, you're talking about the guys that have been tricked off all week. Yeah. Those are the guys you're talking about, right? Uh, yeah. You're not necessarily and, talking about the family man or, right. or, and, and, or the mother or the single mother or that's, whatever. That's the, that's the truth because the people I'm talking about are, are people that me and Big Dog associate with. They, they are rich on Friday. They are they are doing real good on Saturday. They are having a good time on Sunday, but by Monday evening, they have nothing. And they're waiting. For those with a those with a Hotmail account and a Sprint uh, phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, other than that Sprint phone thing, you're about right, though. <laughs> hey, I'll be honest with you. So, yeah. I believe D got some against Sprint, man. Yeah, man. But hey, but notice D notice D does have a Hotmail account. <laughs> <laughs> So, like I said before, D is either buying sex off the internet or selling sex on the internet. I don't know what it is, but that's what people with hotmail. You can't prove that, buddy. You can't prove (laughs) it. Yeah. All right, that was International D's Uga of the Week. (laughs) All right, man. We'll be right back with more Inside the Cave. We got the Country Rap Tune of the Week. Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week. Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week. So I start selling crack cocaine and codeine Time to stack some paper I gotta do it quick Thinking I'm a juvenile Inside the cave Who they messing with Yeah My mama's only son But I live every day Like it's my motherfucking land Every nigga and they mama asking why But I'm in the game Live by the game And in the game I'ma die And if I die Or should I say If I go Bury me in horn clock next to the come and go Cause tomorrow Matt Zilling, custom t-shirts The Midwest hustles harder Matt Zilling, Midwest hustles harder The Midwest dopest At Matt Zilling on Instagram Your local addict's favorite hustler This is Big Tom from Shy I'm going inside the cave You're on the number one show inside the cave Three Lee Films inside the cave with CB, the leader, Joe Dirt, Dirty Joe, Valley Val, Frugal Valley, Big Dog, Bull Tide, Said, <laughs> Cousin Lamar, International D, the International Lover, and Cat inside the cave, the number one podcast in Shy. Who said this? Hey, today we got a uh, special guest uh, on the show. Actually, he's like a brother to all of us. We all know him and everything. And uh, I really want to have him on the show just to talk so he can talk to us about his journey, his journey in life. Um, and we're going to have some fun as well. He, is, he calls himself a seeker of the truth. Let me say that again, a seeker of the truth. Uh, he's, and he's doing great work with young men in uh, Indianapolis and uh I just I want everybody to hear his journey. We're going to just sit back and talk. Welcome to Inside the Cave, our bro, Lonzel A. Ratcliffe, a.k.a. Big Tone, a.k.a. our brother, Big Rat. What's up, brother? Big Rat. What up, Rat? Peace, brother. Peace, brother. Peace, peace. What's up? You know what, man? Me and you, we've been talking on the phone for a, a, a long time. And uh, and I, you know what? It's just time that we, we, it's time that we document this your whole journey, brother, because you got a, you got a great story, man. Now, 
before we get into all that, uh, I need you to clear up one thing for for us on this show. We got a segment on this show called uh, "Kill Yourself and Start Over." Now, Tuesday, yeah, not 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 not. But here's the thing, though, rat. Uh, you made me aware. Now, I thought it was my our boss, Rich Lane, that told me to kill myself and start over but you made me aware that it wasn't rich it was you that told me to kill myself and start over <laughs> is, is that what happened yeah, it was me, brother. oh see it all this time me, I, I said, I said, oh okay so it was rich lane, rich lane yeah you know rich lane you had done something with the uh thing something probably not just no safe again And so and so and so you told me then I need to kill myself and start over. So, Not at that moment. Okay. You probably did something idiotic again. Okay. You know, because that was enough for the day. That that carried for weeks, you know, and that you know, prior to or maybe after. Okay. But eventually down the road you, you told me. That and that's so so everybody on listening inside the cave, I always thought it was my boss that told me to kill myself and start over. It turned out it was my big bro, uh, Rat, told me to kill myself and start over. But neither, either way, that is our new segment on the show. I love you so much. Yeah, either way it go, that is our new segment on the show. Gave you some valuable advice. Yeah, told me to kill myself and start over. And uh, all right, hey, hey, um, let's get let's get straight into this interview real quick. Uh, hey, Rat, now I got this segment. I got this segment on the show. I call CB's quote of the week, and these guys really don't like it. But uh, I always take, find a good quote, and here it is. Here you go, CB's quote of the week. The quote of the week. Enjoy. CB's quote of the week this week comes from the Minister Farrakhan, and I heard him say this on The Breakfast Club. He said, if you want to kill me, I can't stop you, but you're going to die right after. That is from the Minister Farrakhan. Let me say it again. If you want to kill me, I can't stop you, but you're going to die right after. Uh, I usually uh, explain the quotes a little bit more, but I know you've been studying the Minister Farrakhan. What do you think the Minister Farrakhan was saying, brother? Minister Farrakhan has been in the earth for 80 plus years now. He's been teaching 
years now. And uh, his life has been threatened because of what he speaks. I don't think he was being threatened. I think he was just being what we used to say today, 100. So, if there is a plot to kill me, there's nothing I can do about it. I've heard him say several times, if Allah delivers me into the hands of my enemy, so be it. If I lost permission, I'm not afraid. But if you kill me, you have destroyed, which is your grace. So, once Allah uses a man, you know, he departs this man by his own, by his own will. So now, that this is before you, if I train you about knowledge yourself, train women about knowledge yourself, you know, teaching you the proper use of yourself, diet, science, cooking, you know, uh, Jesus said, I come to give you life, a life more abundantly. He also, Jesus also met the man that was coming after him. I believe it's uh, in the book of John, chapter 16, verse 7 through like 40, when Jesus said, uh, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it's expedient that I go away. For if I not go away, the comforter cannot come to you. And I can't quote it word for word, but he spoke of how this, this one coming after him, he was going to reprove the world of sin, the righteousness of judgment, because you believe in me not. And I will go to my father, and you will see me no more. Hmm. John the Revelator said, Jesus was a man born out of due season. So who is this man Usher, that was risen from the dead? Not a physical death, but from amongst the people that was mentally, spiritually, and morally dead, from the grave of ignorance. If Jesus rose from the dead and his job was to teach and God asked him to be risen from the cemetery, who would he teach? Mm. Unless we got it wrong. So when the minister says, kill me, fine. Or oh, I have you know, you said the quote was, you're going to die right after. Maybe that, maybe not that very next sec- second or that day or maybe even not that year. But in that segment... When you, when the oppressor has come against us, because our grace is gone now, because we didn't listen to the one that was amongst us. Hmm. How long have you been studying? Was it the Quran or the Muslim the Islam? How long have you been studying Islam? I've only been studying Islam for about five or six years, but I've always been into uh, ancient African history. I've been reading the Bible for some time now. And uh, a lot of people find it's taboo or reading the I Ching religion, which is the Far East or Chinese religion or Buddhism or the Bhagavad Gita. That's the Hindu Bible. Mm-hmm. But I look at it and I believe either Elijah Muhammad or Farrakhan, if God was a bow and he shot an arrow to the east, he shot one to the west, he shot one to the north, he shot one to the south, and all these arrows landed at different time frame, which one of them is wrong if they all came from the same source? None of them. Jesus said himself, when uh, his disciples came to him saying, hey, they're not preaching what you preach. He said, I have many sheep that are not of this flock. If they're not preaching against us, don't condemn them. Who are you? Who are you to say that you're wrong? Uh, <clears throat> Who to say that this religion is right and that religion is wrong? When you're born in America 
and you speak in English, black man, and they're calling you an African American. Well, find that on the map. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, who is this? Go ahead. Who? Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. When, when Jesus said I had to leave the 99 to go find the one, well, you got to go find something that means they're lost. If you read Genesis 15:13, God told Abraham, know for certain that your children will be taken from their land, brought to another land that is not there. Yeah. Some scriptures say they'll be strangers in the land that is not there. They shall be mistreated, afflicted, and enslaved for 400 years. Hello. I always thought we were the lost children of Israel. Well, teach on that. You ain't got to say no more. You live in it, brother. You're walking right through the scriptures. Didn't Pharaoh say kill all the males, spread a free male? Uh-huh. A- a- ask Mike Brown. Right. Now let's... Ask Trayvon Martin. Eric Gardner. The sisters did getting the degrees now. You getting the COC. Hey, now, yeah, you know what? I've, I've, I've said that on the show I, I, when I talked to Dr. Umar Johnson I, and, and Minister Jap. I always quoted what you said. You said that the sisters, that black, black women, have traded in the black man for a degree. Is, is that did I quote you right on that? Same I can go with that. Going that. It's not like they're doing it perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's just been designed. Section 8. Why isn't it Section 1? Why is it Section 9? If you put your finger on the number 8, it's a continuum. It never ends. Section 8. They made on Section 8. You can get this nice condo suite. Have all the babies you want. But their daddy can't be around. This is going to be an infinity symbol. Number 8. Section 8. (laughs) (laughs) This is is ongoing, brother. This is is a, a track that goes on forever. Why do you think they set it up like that? Hey, brother. You are in demand of your enemy. Period. Mm. Now, when you ask yourself, or when we ask ourselves as a community, when I am here to become our friend, yeah. if you watch the Lion King, we flopped so walked sister to the head cried rock and said, you are to never be going there. Because he was pointing to the west. <laughs> I know that because the sun's rising in the east. <laughs> if you read the book of Matthew, chapter 24, I believe it's 27 and 28 verse. As lightning shineth in the east, even unto the west, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Wait a minute. The Messiah, Jesus, died 33 in Nazareth. He never made it to the western heavens. Who is he? Who was this man that was amongst the dead? Found amongst the people that was lost and destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Had eyes and could not see. Ears and could hear. Mouths and could not speak. Stiff neck, hard-hearted and rebellious. How you go from building pyramids to wearing skinny jeans? <laughs> well, well, let me ask you. got women saying. Go ahead. You got women saying, step black men amongst us. And don't you put LMAO or LOL when you see a brother that's not acting himself wearing pumps in a Chicago Bulls bikini in the barbershop and you clapping. And then when a, a king or a warrior or a lion from amongst the sheep try to correct his brother and say, that is not you. You are not a pussy cat. You are king of the jungle. You are a lion. Don't say nothing to him. You can't judge him. Who are you? Then at the end, 
when your son grow up and get a girlfriend and say, I'm tired of raising a grown ass man. You can stop this though. My no, he might be your baby forever. But this is a young man you raising in America. He's a target if he got a Brooks Brothers suit on worth $3,000 and he's getting fathered around family dollars because he's a black man in America. He ain't no baby. He's a target. This is your young man. Teach him as such. Now, Rat, uh, and, uh, and for everybody listening, we call him Rat because his last name is Ratcliffe. We're not disrespecting him or nothing like that. But he's a knowledgeable brother. Uh, we just call him Rat because we know him. Uh, Rat, uh, <clears throat> How how do you think how do you feel when someone might think that your your views might be radical or they might think that you're like radical Islam? That's a new term that the news uses, Fox News and all that. Radical Islam. Radical radical militant. Mm. Okay. I understand what's been portrayed. Muslim means one who submits his will to do God. You know, you find Jerusalem in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Salam means peace in Arabic and Hebrew. Mm. Radical about what? Because I love myself and love my people. If someone comes in my house and treats my family unjust and start doing ill things to them, and they are a greater power, we all say, before you hurt my family, we all going to die. Right. Allah Rakhba. Mm. <laughs> if I come in your house and, and push your son on the ground, I'm going to have to deal with you. Right. So imagine the people that's been being picked on for thousands of years for their natural resources. Their oil. Their leaders have been lied on. The people have been lied on. And they can't fight the power. Struggling themselves along with that power. How can two, three, four American soldiers get kidnapped by some radical Muslims, but they're amongst a platoon of 1,700,000 soldiers. What was you doing in the village? <laughs> were you raping again? Mm. Were you slapping old men upside the head because they were selling tomatoes? Because you got an AK? Okay. Hmm. You just got to deal with it now. So you're not you're not oh, af- yeah. you're not afraid of somebody your- gonna terrorize you. <laughs> you're not afraid to you're not afraid to be uh, quote unquote radical in America. You're not afraid to, to have these views. Every great one from amongst us. Let's call that. <laughs> they said Jesus had the power of Beelzebub. He ain't killed nobody. They called him a devil. He did the Jews. He said, why you want to condemn me or kill me for my good work? Oh, no. We know you do good work. This is how you say it. Hmm. Right. It's only radical or militant when they don't agree with it. Hey, brother. Do, does the American militia wear a war drove? <laughs> right. Oh, okay. So when you call them a Muslim militant. Are we at war with these people who shoot us for nothing? And if they so great and I got my ideas wrong and everything I'm saying, <clears throat> excuse me, is, is, is off mark? Name me a place on the planet where these people were invited. 
Hmm. Oh, name your place on the planet where they all conquered, invaded, and, and, and destroyed, and pillaged, and raped. Oh, all of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Name a time frame since we've been here, since 1555, when they didn't bust us, bust us upside the head, lynch us, burn us alive, tie 70-pound, 80-pound engine fans to our young boys' necks and throwing them in the Tallahatchie River. Just name a time frame where they didn't do this work. Go. Don't worry. I'll wait. Now, you said last week, a couple weeks ago, you were, you were in uh, in the gym and somebody, a, a brother, told you that, well, tell the story about the police officer. What do you say about the police officer? A brother told me, well, I was in a sauna and the brother was saying, you know, all white cops ain't bad. And that may be true. But if you got a tank full of snakes, and some of them are poisonous, some of them are non-poisonous, are you going to stick your hand in the tank? <laughs> well, you respect the snake. That's fine. You can smile at the gal just like the snake would if he walks past you in the mall and he give you that little shrug and that little fake smirk. I can do the same thing because I know who you are. Do you? Who are you going to vote for, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump? And how would I don't really have a political position on this planet, so I won't say that. Okay. Which, which one? Which 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 say, candidate will, will affect say. your life? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Which candidate would affect your life? The uh, have the biggest effect on your life? Well, all of them come from the same mindset, pretty much. <laughs> and what's that? Well, to this day, since George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Adams, and all those other <clears throat> people that came before this time frame, Clinton, Bush, Trump, they, none of them changed that the black man and woman in America is three-fifths of a human being. When they start doing major stuff like that, mm. then I'll be walking on my hands and jumping up in the air like the old Toyota commercial. But until then, they all the same. Hmm. All right. Do you vote? I know I don't vote. Next. Did you hear what he said, Tom? Next. Oh, you don't vote. Next. <laughs> all right. The reason I don't vote is because I feel like they already know who they want to. Uh, have an office anyway. They already know who's gonna win. What the, what the fuck am I going and spending my time doing that for? Standing a long ass line. I didn't know that you felt that way, Joe. I did not know that. Yeah, I ain't. I ain't vote on the presidential election. None of that shit. Wow. So what's the next question? All right. <laughs> well, uh, well, let me, let me ask you, Courtney. Yeah. What's changed your life since you've been voting? Well, I mean. <laughs> I'm I'm an auto worker. Well, I'm an I'm an auto worker. So, uh, okay. depending on who's the president, that that affects whether I'm working or not. Oh, okay. No, I'm so all. All of them meant you some good. No. When you retire, they gonna give you a Rudy Poop retirement plan and a gold pen. While you got arthritis, a hump in your back, glaucoma <laughs> in one eye, and blind in the other. You can't hear. Water on your knees. <laughs> That's an upgrade. That's right now. 
Let me let me ask you this. Uh, on this show, I've been pretty hard on uh, black pastors in the church, and I know how you feel about black pastors or just pastors in general. I think most of them are full of shit. I only met one one that's real great, and I keep them to myself. How do you feel about just the church in general and pastors and everybody? Well, I, I think a lot of pastors mean well for the people. I really truly believe that. Because if you mean it well, and the people are not well, then your meaning well means nothing. If you're not changing the minds and hearts of a people, mm. what, what good is it to get up there and give a people an emotional teaching? Yeah, yeah. If you look over your congregation, and everybody is unhealthy. <laughs> when you look over your congregation, and half the female in there got their milk hanging out the basket. Or their breasts hanging out their blouse. Mm. When you go into a congregation with people that's been going there 15, 20, 30, 40 years and they can't name the 12 disciples. But you're talking about taking me out of this atmosphere into some realm that you call a mystery, which means unknown. Joe, can you name the 12 disciples? Huh? Joe, can you name the 12 disciples? Can I name the twelve disciples? I can name most of them. Right. That's what okay. So that's a no. Yeah. Larry Hoover. <laughs> see. Well. Hey, but you know that is. He gets <laughs> see. See, Tony gets me on this every every time we talk. I tell him, I man, I got to go to church, man. And he said, You've been going to church how long? And I said, I've been going to church pretty much all my life. And uh, he said, Can you name the twelve disciples? Something simple as that. Can you name the twelve disciples? And I'll say Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. He said, yeah, everybody gets those right. <laughs> so name the rest of them. Paul, Judas, Mary Magdalene. Wow. So, Marsha. <laughs> Come on, man. And it's not that it's Okay, well, we're not, we're not talking about low science. We're talking about high science, brother. And it's not, I'm not making mockery of any preachers. I'm not making mockery of the church. I love my people. And if God said we're destroyed for a lack of knowledge, he didn't say emotion. He didn't say attendance. You know who else attend church? Who? Mice. <laughs> so just because you go, right. put sit in the institute, your kids in the institution for four years, and they're coming out getting all else, why would you go to that school? Right. And even if you believe the teacher when she told you two plus two is seven, <laughs> and then when you finally read and you finally read the math book after for years of saying amen to seven. And you say, you know, I'm going to take some time today. I'm not going to watch Atlanta Housewives. I'm not going to watch Frida. I'm not going to watch these little short people twerking. I don't care about this woman being artificially assimilated and she had eight babies. I'm going to have some type of connection and spend some time of strengthening my mind and getting closer to my Lord. And you find out two plus two is four in the first page. Two plus two is four on the tenth page. Then you go jump all the way to the new page. Two plus two is four here. But you go to church, and they say it's seven. Hmm. Why would you stay in that type of institution? So, you, so you're saying that churches basically are telling uh, telling their members that two plus two is seven. Yes. Wow. How you feel about all that? It, How you all, feel? all you have to do is look at us. Look at us. Sit on your porch one day and look at us. Look at us. 
What do you see? Why are your Why are your pants sagging, brother? Why is America the fattest nation in the world, and we got every gym there is? Hmm. Why do we have the most sick people in the world, and everybody's coming out with PhDs and, and becoming a doctor? How can you get a PhD in a psychology degree, and your own community and very own nation is where the most insane asylums? That's all are. about the money. Okay, so if you're not helping your people, then what good is your degree? But who? But what people though? The most white people with all that, all them degrees. Okay, but if somebody's if some if somebody's over you, and they saying, "Hey, I've made it. I'm a master at this. I'm a doctor at this, and I remain sick." Maybe the strength of your knowledge ain't good enough to get me out of the situation that I'm in. It's just simple math. If I'm lifting 30 pounds on the bench and I still haven't developed my pectoralis major, the 30 pounds ain't working. If my body has not reached a new reality, it has not developed in something greater, I need to either change my technique or add some more weight. The only reason you go to the gym and the gym works is because of resistance. If you work at something going against you in the gym, you bring out a new reality in your body. What if you work against the wows that keep you down? Watching another year playoffs, arguing about why this multimillionaire moved his family from cold Cleveland to Florida. Nobody said nothing to you when you did a job transfer. <laughs> did your son leave prom and have 200 something million dollars in the bank? Nope. Leave King James alone and open up the other King James that you say you love. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say you got a problem with the churches. Well, people supposed to go to get their religion there if they can't understand. It's, it's not the church. It's not the church. I don't have nothing to get well, the Bible. The you, can, you, you can, you can, you can, if the, hey, brother, <laughs> are, are you asking me or are you telling me? No, I'm asking. Like, do you have a problem with the churches or the people that's delivering the message? Hey man, I have a problem with who's, who's ever delivering the message. If the people ain't getting the message, change your message. Mm. Ain't nothing wrong with the Bible. God and Jesus didn't build churches. They built people. They built minds. Mm. But you know I what? always had a problem if I went to a church and they was like giving life situations and one preacher from the Bible. I couldn't stay. I couldn't stay at that church if they who, wouldn't. Who is, the Bible. who is this, Zelly? No, or that's Joe. That's Joe. Joe. Joe, have you read the Bible? Yep, front and back. Front and back. How many books in the Bible? I can't tell you. Okay. What's an allegory? What's an allegory? He do this to me every day. <laughs> it's like Here a. You go, Courtney. It's like a statement. No, it's like a statement. Like, hey man, what's up? Oh, no, not like. Or, Okay, it was more like, hey man, the bulls murdered the Pacers. Are you going to call the police? So what's if, I say to you, the bull, if I say to you the bulls murdered the Pacers, are you going to call the police? No. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard amongst our culture, girl, you put your foot in them greens. Oh, let me get you a band-aid and some blister cream. <laughs> So what do you but because of your because of your level of understanding, you can extract the truth from the coded language. 
They got a whole movie about the Bible called the Da Vinci what? Code. Code. I that though. Jesus didn't speak unless it was in a what? In parable. In parables, yeah. God, all right then. So, so this is a coded language. So right. if you're not going to call the police if I say the bulls murdered the Pacers, just because the Bible says a dragon will whip his tail and knock out of the third of the stars in heaven, does it mean our whole entire solar system as we know it is up this dragon's colon right now, or we need a better understanding? <laughs> need a better understanding. I had a conversation. Oh, okay then. So, so before, so before, before you start saying I got a problem with the church when they say one, two, three, four, and five, why ain't you studying? Why don't you help those that can't help themselves? If you got a problem with what they're doing, that means you know it's a problem, and that means you have an answer. I just asked you if you read the book. Yeah, you said it. Matter of fact, and with confidence. How many books in the Bible? This is simple. I mean, I ain't read it in a while, but... I mean, oh, okay, well, 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 when you tell the truth or when you know, you don't have to remember. I mean, I know I read it. I know enough of it. Oh, you know enough of it? Okay. Yeah. Well, if, if, if you worked all your life, okay, will you just accept enough of your check? <laughs> nope. But I got it. I got it. No, no, not if no, no, you don't. I now you're being, now, no, now you, now you run it. Now you're being complacent. Ask me something. This, this, what you want to talk about? Yo, 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 yo. yo. Oh, okay, let, let's let's get. Let, uh, what you say? I'll get to a religious debate. Which debate? You ever see? If you get on the court with Jordan, is there a debate? <laughs> Given who playing them, it could be. Yeah, oh really? Oh, okay. He played Barkley. He played Barkley. This is the big one. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Well, let's see, Barkley. <laughs> Jesus is the son of who? He's the son of God. Okay. Who else was his father? Jesus didn't have another father besides God. Okay. All right. You ever read the first sentence in the first chapter in the New Testament? Yeah, I have. Okay. I can tell you that there's no other uh, father to Jesus besides God. Oh, okay. Well, the first sentence in the first chapter of the New Testament says, the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Explain that, Charles Barkley. <laughs> Jesus is God's mm -hmm. son. Stop, stop, stop. You said nah. that three times now. Now spirit. I need you to stop, 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 stop. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Stop. Let me explain myself. You talking about the man Jesus? I said, okay, was Jesus was was explain explain the spirit to Jesus? Because my question was, came from my question was, brother, sitting at the right hand of the throne, right? Okay, okay. My question was. When it says in the first sentence, in the first chapter on the New Testament, the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Explain that. You they went on to something else. Jesus. No, they talking about the spiritual Jesus? They well, talking about the physical They talking about the physical okay. Jesus. That's the case. Oh, okay, so, so stop. 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 I said explain it. I'm, I'm agreeing. You, no, no, you're not. You're agreeing with me. I said, explain it. No, I'm not agreeing with you. I'm telling you what they're saying. They're talking about the physical Jesus. Okay, and I agree with you because it's genealogy. So it has to be physical. So now explain it that now we're in agreement. They're talking about 
Jesus born of Mary and Joseph, the, the child that God put inside of Mary. I thought she was a virgin. She was a virgin. So Joseph had nothing to do with it? Had nothing to do with it. You need to study, brother. The Good. things you say, let me know what you don't know. Joseph had nothing to do with it. I read that. Hey, man. Okay. 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 So just like so if if you have a virgin territory in your backyard, that means what? Nothing productive has come from it. Correct. No man has touched it. Right. It ain't been irrigated, not seeded. So it's, we, it's safe to say we can call this a virgin territory, right? Right. What if you had a people that was begging for one to come and save them? Moses had a people. Jeremiah had a people. But they didn't have a people. No man has come and touched their minds to teach them and lead them into glory. Can you call them a virgin people? No, you can't call them a virgin people. Well, why not? If they, if their minds and their hearts have never been touched by a man, they have not been seeded or nothing productive has come from this people because the ones before them, the ancient worthies before them, the prophets before them called them the dead, the dry bones in the valley, have eyes and cannot see. You know the rest, because you, you studied the book. So if this people was dead, not physically dead, but mentally and spiritually and morally dead, it would be one from amongst them, from amongst the dead. It would be one risen from the dead, this virgin people, that they weren't touched by anyone to, to come and save them. Can you allegorically call them a virgin? Yeah, you can. Okay, then. So if the book is written in parables, in allegorical form, God said, in my words, there's hidden wisdom. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, thank you, O Father, for keeping these secrets from the foundation of the world. If you don't call the police when they say the bulls murdered the pacers, why would you think a virgin had a baby when you're talking about genealogy? What's the one thing God can't do, Joe? Well, what's the one thing he can do? Okay. What's the one thing he can't do? Oh, you said what's the one thing he can't do? There's nothing he can't do. Uh, there's one thing he can't do. Lie. Lie. What <laughs> if he said in the book of Acts, David, you're a man after my own heart. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to raise one up for the people, it had to come through your own seed, your own body. This was a promise to David. So if he didn't lie, and God can't lie. Matter of fact, there's a scripture that said, I would never lie to David. What does God mean by this man's seed? And then after that say, I will raise up for the children of Israel, Jesus. Okay, by his seed, wouldn't uh, Mary be one of his seed? How could Mary be a seed of David? Well, she was from the tribe of Leviticus because her cousin Elizabeth was from the tribe of Leviticus. This is John the Baptist's mother. <coughs> David was of the tribe of Judah. And if you read the book, you would know that Joseph come from the lineage of David because that's what the scripture said. Jesus the son of David, 
And then in Acts, Jesus will be born from the seed of David. And Joseph is of the lineage of David, maybe six, seven hundred years later. But the same thing, you're not here because of you. Your father's not here because of himself, but you here. So down the line, brother. What if Jesus said himself in Revelation twenty two sixteen? I testify these things unto you in the churches with my angels. I am the root and the offspring of David. Earlier you mentioned the spirit of Jesus. What's a spirit? A spirit is not human. So what is it? <laughs> you tell me what is not. I said, what is it? And see, what you're proving here to me is that one thing that uh, that's always going to be a strong, hard debate and never ending debate is politics and religion. It seems like it's never uh, it's never going to be a hard right answer to this. Well, to interrupt you for a moment. Was it the government that killed Jesus? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's what I would say. Okay, yeah. so so we should be well versed in politics and religion. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I'll give it to you on that. So when people run and say, man, I, I don't get into politics and religion, but we could talk about how many girls you slept with. Yeah. Man, did you got that pack? I got that loud and that Hennessy. You going to the club? All these things that keep us on a beast level, your lower nature, a flat line, horizontal, like a coffin or a dead man. <laughs> okay, look, we got to I got to cuz we got we got to wrap up in a second. I got a few more questions I want to ask you about. Uh tell me tell me why the uh it, the Muslims feel that their women should be covered up and uh, and and why do you think that that women should be covered up? Well, <clears throat> I think that's culture. I think it's you know, maybe promoting a man to be more attracted to the woman's mind and the, the consciousness consciousness or spirit that she carries when she speaks. Right. Not her bosom, not her adornments. That that would be for her husband. Mm. I agree with that. And, and so and so remember what Method Man said in uh You All I Need. Remember remember what Method Man said, wearing three fourths of cloth, never showing your stuff off, boo. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, well, okay. What do you say? Uh -huh. to, what do you say to women who feel like they have the right to wear whatever they want to wear and express themselves any way that they? And, and and they do. Mm -hmm. But if you said you have the right, don't be wrong. <laughs> and that's the way of the world. You gotta say it that way too. I I, I understand that. So because talking. something is off, because something is offered, don't mean you consume it. The world offered crack. Yeah. It offered drugs. It all it ain't. Kill your brother and your sister. That's offered. Why don't you take it? Hmm. So do you think women would be safer and better if they did keep themselves covered from head to toe? If you keep yourself covered, let's say like the women in the Nation of Islam, the MG, MGT, mm -hmm. and you want to rape one of these women, yeah. you have to face her because you don't see what type of booty she got or what size of her breast. You have to come around and see her face to face. It may be your own sister. Right. It may be your own mother. It may be a cousin or auntie. Oh man, I took your purse. I was grabbed. I'm, <laughs> rape went down. 
when Elijah Muhammad implemented that to the black man and woman in America, I mean, to the black woman in America. So is that putting the responsibility on the women and not the men to, to control themselves? If your house is on fire, yeah. are you looking for the guy that got the apron on and he got blood from butchering meat? Or are you looking for a fireman? <laughs> I hear you. So you gonna look you gonna look you look for the guy with the fire suit. If somebody stole something out your car, are you looking for the pilot or the guy with the police officer outfit on? Right. So if so if you walking around with your meat hanging off the bones and you walk into the dog house or the dog and waving their tongues and tails and they bite you, get your hands off me, nigga. Well, look at your uniform. Mm. <laughs> but some, coming here looking but some would say that's saying that women are asking to be raped by the by the by the way I, they dress. I, I would I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. But if you are dealing with a man that don't know himself, mm-hmm. and he has not yet learned to contain his emotion, and you are tempting this dog because of what you're wearing, you know what you using that in a mirror for two hours. I'm not saying that it's right. Yeah. To force yourself upon a woman, mm-hmm. you got to be crazy. But you're saying they so need. What to are you doing? Take responsibility. Could, could could you have prevented it? Right. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's their fault, but could you have prevented it? Okay. Two more things before we wrap this up. Talk about the 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 what they call the Joe. Am I saying this right? The feminization of the black man. What, what, talk about that. Why do you think that is such an emphasis to feminize black men? Well, kill all the males, spare the female. Hmm. Well, we've been here a long time, and killing us, they've been doing that, but we're still here. Mm-hmm. So if we. So if we are not using our penises for what they're supposed to be, they're still killing us because we're not reproducing. So now, the youngsters and the, the young men that are already here, that's coming out of that, you know, uh, in the '80s, early '90s, crack was hot. That that was the you know that was the drug that was pumping. They had babies. Coming up through a system and say, well, don't say God in school. You may offend somebody who's an atheist. Okay. Then they said, don't spank your children. So now no God and no discipline. And these crackhead babies had babies. Hmm. And this is what we're dealing with. Right. Everybody got asthma. Everybody, all these kids, ADHD. Why are these kids acting like this? Why, I'm why? not saying that they're bad. I think I think they're warriors. Yeah. They hate authority, but why are they sick? Why are how they are you sick? living in the information? How are you living in the information age? And they got a TV show. Are you smarter than the fifth grader? <laughs> then you wonder why. I'm sorry. Go huh? ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, you, you'll take your son or daughter out of school and rush them to Walmart and stand in line for three hours to get an Xbox 360. I don't even understand the math in the name. An X box and a 360 which means completion but okay and then or you pull them out to get some Jordans that new that's been out since 1984 <laughs> but you won't take them to the library 
You let him. You let him. You let him tell lies to his vision all day. <laughs> tell our vision. Hmm. Oh, maybe your uncle over here again. We finna go in the back and pray. You watch SpongeBob, so you can learn how to make a campfire underwater. So when you go to church, <laughs> when it says snake talk, you'll believe that too. <laughs> They've been killing us since the womb, brother. Look at the nursery rhymes they told us. Rock a bye, baby, on a treetop. When the wind blows, the crater will rock. When the bow breaks, the crater will fall. Down will come, baby. Cradle and all. Mwah. Love you. You just murdered me, mama. <laughs> it was a setup from the beginning. Mary had a little lamb. Her fleece was white as snow. Say no more. How many Marys, you know, had a lamb that was white? <laughs> all through the scriptures. <laughs> but when you got when you when you got us out here wearing skinny jeans, who who designed your clothes? The, the gays. I was just talking. Okay. About they designed their clothes when, because that's what they were. Now they making uh, all the other kids wear it, and right. parents are right. black. Right. You got Romans. You got romantic period. You got Cupid, a little naked baby boy with his booty pointed up. When you see, when you see, when you see European and Greek statues, right. the man is naked. The man is naked with his penis showing, and the the arms are cut off because he ain't gonna put up no fight. Just take it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know what a do you know what the term hot dog comes from, Joe? No, nah, Tim. Imagine you living in the Caucasus Mountains in the snow. And you got your little wolf or your dog with you to go hunt. Mm. It ain't like the buffalo or the fox or the whatever it is going to be out there for you to kill it right there as soon as you step out your cave. You got to hunt, brother. And it's cold out there. So you may go a little while. Then it get cold. Too cold. So now you got to dig a hole in the earth where it's warmer, where it's hotter. And you got your dog with you. And you stick your wiener in his bun. Hot dog. <laughs> I didn't make this up. If you want to, if you want to learn some about the people that came before you, study their artwork and their history. True that. Not all white people yeah. are not white. All white people are bad people. But how do you? So how do you feel now? Since you've taken on this uh, this new belief, how do you feel about white people? There's, there's no new belief. It's always been there. Okay. It ain't no new belief. It's a new learning because I'm new to the planet. Yeah. But I faced it. We all faced it. It's not. It's not a new belief. I don't. You know. I'll, I'll put it like how the minister said it. I don't hate nobody. I'm not anti-Semite. I'm not anti-Semite. I don't hate Jews or Chinese or even white people. If there's some white people amongst us some good white people amongst us they'll pop up they'll emerge I just don't have time to look for a needle in a haystack damn so what's the acronym for white you told me it was just something I was just a play on words when I said we have identified the enemy (laughs) W-H-I-T-E oh man (laughs) and that don't mean all of them (laughs) just only ones that fit that shoe <clears throat> but the master Jesus said what in John 8 Joe about about people that 
was mischief makers and shedders of blood. Who was their father? Who were the liars and the murderers? Hmm. How long you said they've been here? Well, oh, okay, well, I'll say what the Master Jesus said. He said, you are of your father, Satan. You've been a liar and a murderer from the beginning. Well, Jesus was only 33. He said this 2,016 years ago. The Caucasian man has been on the planet 6,000 years. So if he said that you've been a liar and a murderer from the beginning, and you are of your father, the devil, or Satan, don't condemn me. He said, from the beginning. How long has this planet been here? How long have they been here? And now, like I asked you in the beginning of the segment, give me a time frame where they didn't destroy it. Yeah. I agree with them. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what it's always been about. Okay. Destroying explain to okay. us. Explain to us what, what uh, about the diet. Uh, you don't. You don't eat no meat at all, right? T- explain to us no, why. No, sir. Explain why. Well, well, let's just make it simple. Yeah. Where do you find Adam and Eve? In the garden. In the garden. Of Eve. In the garden. There it is. Exactly. What do you find in the garden? Fruits and vegetables. Berries, fruit. fruits, and vegetables. There you go. Right. When you guys get a chance, read Genesis chapter 1, verses 29 through 31, where he told the king he was not eating the meat. But they had a little wager for 10 days, basically saying, all right, king, take our vegetarian diet for 10 days. And if your, if your army is not more vital and brighter and swifter, then we'll take on your diet by eating meat. Well... King, the king submitted to what Daniel said. Right, the body will tell you that, you know. Right. So, right. so if, if we don't, if we don't, if we don't, if we don't have canine teeth, because we don't have to rip the bone off, you know, the the, the, the flesh off the bone. We don't have claws because our food is not going to run away from us. <laughs> our bodies have an alkaline based system. That's why when you eat meat and chips and drink pop and all that. Your body goes into emergency and has to create more acid, and they call it acid. Hello? They yeah. call it acid what? Acid reflux. Yeah. Acid reflux. But if you want to settle your stomach, you have to take an alka seltzer. Hence the word alkaline. But this is why you get colon cancer, stomach cancer, throat cancer. And maybe we should ask the question why did the major profits come with a dietary law? What was it about food? Was it because it was good or you just had an emotional attachment to it? You know how you put a kid on punishment, give me your phone for a week, and he act like that girl from The Exorcist? <laughs> tell, tell your grandmama or mama back in the day, moving on, shut down. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> I got to have you some meat. You'll find out what's in the person. Just take something away from them that they think is good for them. Take a take a take a crackhead to the rehab center. Hey, break down. You remember you told me this: the Food and Drug Administration. You said that don't make no sense at all. Not to me. I can I can see food and beverage. I can see car and tire and steering wheel. But are you telling me you got administrative drugs because I ate the food? 
and and, and I heard Minister Farrakhan say that uh, he said we eat all this bad stuff, and that that they say it's okay for us, and then they come up with a pill to help you be able to have sex. Explain explain what he's meant by that. Well, if you don't know the science of cooking, and you're putting all these different seasonings in your body, mm-hmm. you know, some I'm going to wake you up, <laughs> some I'm going to put you to sleep. You know, you got a woman in your house because she got a big booty, yeah. but she don't know the science of cooking, she's going to give you diabetes. She's going to make you not important, but important. Mm. Then she's going to cheat on you. So it's a thread of, you know, a thread of stuff that's going to happen because you got a bad diet. Right. You know, you, why, why aren't you eating life? If Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly, why aren't you eating fruits and vegetables that's still alive? Right. Why, mm. why aren't you, you know, why are you consuming a dead carcass and putting it in your alive system? If you're sick, why would you go to the doctor that means you no good, that will make you buy medications just so he can send Susie to college and buy another yacht? If you need... <laughs> To get better, why would you get an antibody, an antibiotic? Hmm. Bio means life, the study of life. So why would you take an anti-life? Are you crazy? <laughs> That's just like the flu shot. They insert the flu in you, then put something in it. Okay, so I mean, why would you? All right, so so if, if, if the if the medicine ain't working and the food ain't working because we're the fattest nation and you're unhealthy and you got diabetes and I can't, I ain't got no energy. Why am I smoking a cigarette? E-T-T-E at the end. Smurfette, that's a small thing. A chiclet, that's a small thing. Cigarette, then a cigar, it's the big brown and black thing, but you sucking on the cigarette, which is a small little white thing. Whose thing are you sucking? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine, and we was like, you know, back like overseas, if you steal something, you get your right, hand cut off. Right, right. You know, they got they got uh they got real corporal punishment over there. What right. you think? How, what you think about they brought that here to uh, handle some of uh, all this crime that's been going on? Man, that's that's for real. You know, well, <clears throat> well, just 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 find out on the planet who has less crime and find out what the policy is and bring it here. But why would it take someone to cut your hand off? Are you that undisciplined that you yeah. know that they go cut your hand off? Why don't you just discipline yourself? Right. That's the problem. Won't you, won't, won't, you, won't you be a disciple? Then then study the mind of a master. Yeah. No. Don't, don't watch Atlanta Housewives. Stop yeah. watching basketball all day. Study the mind of a master. But you know what, though? He got his hands cut off. Yeah, but you know, Joe brings up a good point, though, because we were always taught growing up that if you do this, the first time you're going to get this, the second time you're going to get this, it take your parents will tell you the third time. OK, that's when you're going to get it. And then when you as you grow up and become a man, it's the same thing. OK, the first time I'm going to give you 30 days in jail. The second time, OK, you're going to do five to ten and get about get off on probation. The third time, I'm giving you life. All that kind of stuff. Why not tell them, like Joe said, hey, you you do this, I'm cutting your hand off. Ain't no ain't no in between. But see, what it is, they have to bring these lawyers and these judges, and they, everybody has to make money off of you being stupid and committing crime. That's what it's all about. Okay, then stop being stupid. Don't 
don't commit the crime. Yeah. You don't have to get your hand cut off. Right. You don't have to touch the hot stove after you knew you had to blow the food first that came off of it. You seen steam coming out of that pot. You seen that red turn your pot black from that fire? Yeah. Why did you touch it if you already knew the reality of it? Yeah. Now you're a fool. Now you're a sinner because you knew. If you didn't know, yeah. that's different. Right. But once you know and you do it, then that's on you. It's called karma. Hey, let me let me. We get we got we got to wrap this up. But let me ask you this, man. I got a conspiracy theory that one day America will go to Mars, and they will find out that there's other life form there, and that life form will help them figure out how to live and adapt on Mars. And then America will bring more Americans over there, and they will make those Martians, as they call them, slaves. And the slaves will help build up Mars to one of the most beautiful places that they can create it. And then America will be able to say that they discovered Mars. Do you think that's... <laughs> is You notice a trend now? Uh, yeah, so what? Who, who cares if you take the pit bull out of the basement and put him in the bathroom upstairs? Still a pit bull. <laughs> right. That's why I said sign me a time frame where they didn't do these things. <laughs> You've been a liar and a murderer from the beginning. If you want to know where the people, how people were before they came before you, study them. Their arts and their philosophies. Yeah. So when we, like I said in the beginning, when we get in our mind that your enemy is not your friend, just when was the last time you seen a lion invite a hyena to <coughs> hang out with his cubs? Right. This is his natural enemy. Yeah. So now the question becomes, why am I here during this time frame? I could have been a slave. My life work could have been building the Great Wall of China. I could have been thrown overboard one of those ships that came over here. Yeah. Why am I here during this time frame that they call information? It's why we have we'll see everything that wasn't supposed to happen. You couldn't go up to no slave master and say, one of these nigger boys is go take over this country and become commander in chief. One of these little nigger boys is go jump from a free throw line and the whole world is going to be saying, I want to be like Mike. You couldn't have told him that. But he was all, all time on stakes. Who are we? Why are we allowed to be born during this time frame to see all this and witness this? What, what is our job? You, you mentioned Mars and aliens and Martians. If one was to come to Earth, you would expect him to do something. Hey, Mr. Martian, yeah. turn into me. He morph himself into you. Go to China and bring back one of those artifacts. In a blink of an eye, he bring it to you. Disappear. He disappear right before your eyes. And then he asks you, hey, black man and woman, I read about you. You are the children of Israel. You are made in the image and likeness of God. What can you do? <laughs> Nothing. Exactly. So something is expected of us. Yeah. And it's not having children eating and watching somebody play basketball for the rest of your life. I hear you, man. I hear you. Brother, I wanna say thank I wanna say thank you for coming on. I want you to tell before we close this out, just tell everybody about the work, the positive work you're doing in Indianapolis with the with the young men. Well I'm a I'm a mentor. I've been blessed to be a mentor with this company called New Boy. Yeah. Boy is an acronym, breed of youth, okay. new breed of youth. And uh, there are some awesome mentors in this program, a brother Kareem, uh, Mr. Cedric, Mr. Jack, Mr. Chris, a, a number of brothers. Yeah. And uh, we're working diligently to help young black males and white males alike get off probation um, 
improve their behaviors in school, community, and the home, kind of bridging gaps, and you know, within the family and in schools, and uh, ultimately just teach them some coping skills, some life skills, and some knowledge of self, and some type of education to prolong their life, because we're dying every day in the streets. Right. So this program is designed to, like I said, ultimately get these young men off pro- probation and just give them some hope. Yeah. That's what's up. Hey, this name is Tony Ratcliffe, man. Thank you for com- hey, coming on Inside the Cage.